0: In today's episode of comments over coffee, we're talking about how to know why one video did better than another video So grab your cup tumbler or mug because we're starting right now Welcome to comments over coffee where you will learn how to get better at youtube and online video over a cup of coffee pour a cup for your host nick nimmin What is going on, my name is Nick. If this is your first time here, I do wanna let you know that these comments are pulled from the comments on my YouTube channel or from the comment form on the CommentsOverCoffee.com website, so if you have a question about what it is that you are doing on YouTube, make sure you head over to the CommentsOverCoffee.com website and leave your question there, and as long as it has not been answered here before, I will go ahead and put it in the queue to answer right here on Comments Over Coffee. I also wanna let you know that if you are a content creator, I have put together a list of curated items, all the things that I use for my YouTube channel, things that friends of mine use for their YouTube channels and so on. It's basically just a awesome resource of quality things for YouTubers. I'm talking video editing software, YouTube growth tools, audio processing software, apps for YouTubers, even services. I'm actually in the process right now of adding services to it to where if you need a lawyer, to help you with your contracts for you know brand deals and things like that. We're even, we even have that over there. If you're looking for voiceover work, if you're looking for anything like that, we're also listing services there as well. But an awesome place where you can get everything it is that you need for your channel, head over to bestcreatortools.com. And again, that's my personal list of the stuff that I use and the stuff that you know my YouTuber friends use as well. So everything there is vetted, it's quality, and uh, it's not gonna be on the site if it's not. So head over to bestcreatortools.com for that. Now, our first question today, our only question actually today, you can see how that muscle memory works, is from Doodle on a Motorcycle. Doodle on a Motorcycle says, hey, Nick, love your podcast and YouTube channel. Thank you, Doodle on a Motorcycle. I appreciate that. Says, I binge watched and listened to almost all of your podcasts and videos. I've seen tremendous growth on my channel after applying your content strategies and using TubeBuddy. Now I find myself stuck in one area, bad sequels. Watching my stats, I see my best performing videos and try to make something similar, but it never seems to be successful as the first. How can I figure out the magic, what the magic actually was? So that is a fantastic question, Doodle on a Motorcycle, and I do wanna say that I'm glad that you are enjoying the podcast. I'm glad you're enjoying the content. Hopefully you've left a written review. If you haven't yet, make sure you go and uh, do that. But basically, when you're trying to uncover what it is that made one video perform better than another video, the very first place that you need to go, of course, is into your YouTube analytics because it's going to give you all the information that you are looking for. At least most of the information, it's going to give you the data side of things. And of course, within that, you also have to factor in the human side of things, which is another thing that we're going to talk about. But basically, you want to take the, take the very first step, go into your YouTube analytics. Second step is find the videos that did well and the ones that you're comparing against that did not do well. Um, for both of those videos, or you can, you know, break this down by groups, toss it on a spreadsheet, log in all the information, just kind of sort around, you can do that as well. But personally, I like to log this stuff into a spreadsheet because it gives me a visual representation of what's going on to where it's an easy comparison. Some of it you can do inside of YouTube, but some of the other things that I'm going to talk about here, you can't. So because of that, I recommend if you say, let's say that you're looking at, a set of five videos and you're like, wow, these did well. And you're looking at another set of five videos and you're like, wow, these sucked. And you're trying to figure out why log both of those into a spreadsheet. So you got 10 videos in the spreadsheet, and then you write down all the stuff that I'm getting ready to tell you into the spreadsheet. And then you have that visual comparison for some of the stuff that YouTube isn't going to show you. And also for, you know, just having that visual overview without having to back out of one video and then go into another video and back out of another video and go into another video. Now, I do wanna let you know that YouTube does have a comparison tool, which I'm gonna recommend later in the show that you also use in situations like this. But if you really wanna get granular and start start really fine picking things apart, then I really recommend that you break open a spreadsheet and that you put columns in there for all the different metrics that you are trying to keep track of between the two different videos and, and start breaking things down that way. I personally have to a lot more epiphanies through that than I have through just looking at the stats by themselves. So basically one of the very first things that you want to uh, look at once you have the video that you are um, saying is the winner versus a video that is not the winner, one of those sequel videos, is you wanna look at the CTR and you wanna look at how much watch time that you're generating per impression on the main funnel. So basically your CTR, just in case you're not familiar with what that is, that's your click-through rate on your thumbnail. Now, your title is also going to be a factor in that. So, when you are looking at some of these things, you want to take into account what's happening in the thumbnail. You want to take into account the if you have a person in there. If you don't have a person in there, you want to take into account the colors you're using in your thumbnail. You want to take into account if things are zoomed up close, if things are far away. You want to take into account if you have text on your thumbnails. If you don't have text on your thumbnails, you want to take into account. I'm not sure if I said the colors that you're using or not yet, but um, if I haven't, then, you know, you definitely want to keep that in mind as well. But you want to really start looking at all of the details of your thumbnails and compare those. But you also want to make sure that you're looking at the titles as well. But we're going to get into that into a little bit more detail here in just a little bit. But basically, you want to look at your click through rate and how much watch time that you got from the impressions from each one of those videos. Now, The reason that's important is because YouTube is trying to, and you've probably heard me say this exact phrase in another episode, but what YouTube is trying to do is generate as much watch time per impression as possible. So if you're listening to this and you're not familiar with what impressions are, impressions are simply when YouTube shows your video to somebody on the platform. If it shows up on a homepage, suggested, shows up in search, whatever, anywhere on the platform, the subscription feed, trending, wherever, anywhere somebody happens to see your thumbnail and your title, that would be an impression, okay? So what YouTube is trying to generate is for every single time they show your video to somebody on the platform, how much watch time are they getting? And then they start factoring in, okay, well how much watch time are we getting from this video compared to other videos on the platform? And that's why this particular thing is really important. But at the very start, you wanna look at your click-through rate, you wanna look at how much watch time that you're generating per impression, and you also want to look at your average view duration, and that's actually going to lead to how much watch time that you're generating per impression, but you want to look at your average view duration by minutes, and you want to look at it by percentage viewed as well. And the reason that both of those are important is because one, the longer they're watching, the more watch time that you're able to gain per you know person that's clicking on your video. And the way that those two work together with your click-through rate and the watch time that you're generating in order to lead to the total watch time that you're generating per impression, is basically if you have a high click-through rate and you also have high watch time, then your ability to generate a lot more watch time faster is going to help that video perform well, whereas if you have a high click-through rate but you're not getting a lot of watch time, well, there's a chance that that video might not do as well because once they get into the video, they're just not watching it for that long compared to other videos. However, if that click-through rate is off the charts, I mean, very, very good compared to the amount of impressions that you're getting, and it is causing, because they are clicking on it so much, they are able to get a lot of watch time off of it, then that can also help move it forward. But ultimately, you wanna balance that package out to where you have a fair click-through rate, at least once you learn the averages across your channel, to where you have a fair click-through rate on your videos and you have a fair amount of average view duration for the amount of time that people are watching the videos on your channel. Now, once you do that and you start looking at your um, click-through rate, you start looking at the average view duration by the minutes watched and the percentage viewed, and you're gonna probably start seeing some differences right there. Like just that by itself is probably going to give you the insights that you're looking for, but let's take this a level deeper. So the next thing that you can do in this situation is you can go into the sources for where it is that you're actually getting your traffic from. So in order to get to that, you would actually go up from where that funnel is inside of your analytics for the video. And on the main graph up there, you'll see a little blue option where you can click on it and it just says see more. Okay. And when you click on that, it's going to open up this whole other panel that gives you tons more information that you can really get lost in. But that information is the golden territory for really getting a deep understanding of what's happening on your YouTube channel. So once you click into those sources, you want to see where the traffic has come from and you want to start breaking that down as well. So let's say, for example, that majority of your traffic is coming from homepages on one video, and you have a reasonable click-through rate coming from the browse features compared to the amount of impressions that you're getting, and you're getting a fair amount of watch time, but in suggested, you're not doing that great, or in search or wherever, you're not getting a lot of traffic there, but you're just crushing it on homepages. Well, in that situation, then you have to say, okay, well, these, in this particular video, I need to figure out why people really enjoyed this video, because people watching this video for let's say six minutes from the homepage and they're clicking at it at an 8% click through rate, that's a package that is helping propel this video compared to one of my other videos to where let's say I'm getting a two minutes of watch time on that video out of a 10 minute video and the click through rate is a three in comparison from that same traffic source and because of that, you'll see when those situations occur that the amount of impressions that you're getting from those particular traffic sources um, are going to be lower when the click-through rate and the watch time that you're getting on those videos are lower because the video isn't performing the way that YouTube wants it to perform or that the way that they deem it as a quality video, so to speak, and because of that, the other video is getting priority in those situations to where that video is getting promoted because it's something that people are into At the click through rate, and in terms of how long they're watching the video compared to the video that isn't doing well in that same exact traffic source. So, you definitely want to dig into your traffic sources, and that's going to give you a lot of insight because you're going to see the impressions for each source. And that's going to let you know one, where your traffic's coming from. Two, it's also going to let you know where YouTube is pushing you the hardest for those particular sources and how your metrics measure up against each of those videos in those particular sources. Now, the next thing that you can do, and I look at this, like when I'm trying to figure out why one video did better than another video, I look into a bunch of other stuff too. Like um, I look to see where they dropped off in the audience retention. So for example, let's say that in one video at the one minute mark, I had 80% of the people watching and in the video that didn't perform as well, let's say I had 60%. I'll look for things like that, you know, halfway through the video, what percentage of people were still watching halfway through the video. I also look at the end right? How many people made it to the very end of the video? How many people made it to the end screens? You want to look at all of these different things because those are all quality indicators, right? How long are people watching your videos and where are they dropping off compared to the videos that were performing well or the videos that were performing not well? Another thing that I also factor in is I factor in, you know, when was the video uploaded? Was it on a different day of the week compared to the ones that performed? Because what I found out is typically, like if you have certain types of content that you put out on certain days, maybe that type of content performs better on your channel or maybe that specific day you have more traffic coming to your channel and therefore the videos that you upload on a particular day, let's say it's a Wednesday, those videos tend to get more traffic than videos that you upload on a Tuesday, for example. So you also wanna take that into account, even the video link, right? take into account the video length as well. How long the video is, is going to have an impact on the percentage viewed on that video, the total amount of watch time you're able to get on that video. And even, you know, for the people that are looking at timestamps, that's even going to impact the amount of times that people are clicking on that video as well. But TubeBuddy, because you mentioned TubeBuddy earlier, TubeBuddy actually has a tool. um, They call it the retention analyzer. So if you are looking for just a quick glance on, hey, which videos of mine are getting the, the best retention? And You're looking for a quick glance view of that and you're looking to see, hey, at the one minute mark, the one minute and 30 second mark, the two minute mark, how long are people, you know, watching my videos? They have a tool called the Retention Analyzer that will show you, I think it's the last 50 videos but it will show you like a full breakdown on how long people are watching those each individual parts of your video. And you can sort by, you know, the ones that are performing the best versus the ones that are performing the worst. But those things can also give you additional insights into what it is that you're doing. Now, one thing that people typically do is they'll look at the view counts and like that will be the only analytic they'll look at. They'll look at like their view counts, the likes that they're getting. And I really encourage you, if you're listening to this, that you really start digging in and try to understand what it is that's making people respond to what it is that you're doing. Another thing that you should be mindful of is when you are trying to compare why one video did better than another video, you also want to be mindful of the packaging itself. And by the packaging, I mean, what is the topic of the video, right? Because you said you try to make them similar, so what is the topic of the video? What does it look like to the viewers from the outside? Like if, cause you know what the video is about, of course, you know, everything that's happening in the video, but you also want to look into what does my video look like from the outside? And by look like, I don't mean just the thumbnail, but like if somebody were to see your thumbnail and your title, what would they take as the overall topic of the video itself? Right? Like how would they understand that video and try to really Dig into that as well on your videos so that you can make sure that topically, even though you know they're the same, just to make sure that topically that your audience would also know that they're the same. And other things that are also important, and this is one of the things I mentioned that we would talk about later, is that you also want to look at what it is that you're doing with your titles. You know, you want to look and say, okay, well, the videos that are doing better, is there anything that I'm doing in my titles there that I'm not doing in the other ones? Maybe the most important part that's grabbing their attention is at the very front of the video, the thing that's gonna speak deeply to my viewers, the thing that they're gonna respond to, maybe it's the very front of the title. Maybe I have an emphasis on one word in my title to where it's all caps, or one small phrase in my title that's all caps that grabs more attention than the other one. Or maybe the phrase that I'm using is something that's completely different than the other video, but I need to find a way to where I can bridge those two to make it clear that topically that they are related. So, you know, those are some things that, that you really need to dig into when you are trying to figure out why one video performed better than another, because of course, you know, the topic is really important because that's, you know, that shows interest, right? So the topic's really important. Click through rate's really important. How long they are watching the video is really important. Um, engagement's also important, but it's not like a, it doesn't seem to be like a make or break type of thing. All of these things matter, right? Like all the things that, that people can do to interact with your content matter. But the things that seem to matter the most are your click-through rate and how much time people are, are spending in your actual video content and how far they actually make it in your video. So if you have you know a lot of people making it to the end of your video, there's a really good chance that that video is gonna perform well compared to videos where most everybody's gone at the you know, three minute mark. <laughs> so, so you know, those are some things that you can um, keep in mind when you're trying to narrow down why one video performed better than the other. I've actually got videos coming out on my channel, on my YouTube channel. So make sure you're subscribed over there if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel yet. But I have some videos coming out on my channel about analytics and how to really dig into your analytics and, you know, what different things mean and what the most important things are and all of that. So make sure if you haven't yet, you head over to my channel and you subscribe there. Just look for Nick Nimmin on uh, YouTube and I'll come up. But basically, with that content, that's also going to help you narrow down more of the things that you can do to see what is causing one video to do better than the next. So I would love to know your thoughts about the show. I'd love to know if you found this particular episode helpful. If you have a moment, if you could leave a written review on iTunes, if you're listening to this in Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate it. Helps other people know if this, show sucks or not or if it's good or if it's worth listening to. (laughs) And uh, to learn more about YouTube and online video, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't yet. I hope you learned something today. Thanks for having a coffee with me. Get show notes, resources, and more over at commentsovercoffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.